This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. And I want to welcome you to the Warning Program. That's right, wherever you're watching or listening... Welcome. I have today on our warning program, apostolic leader Dennis Moore. He's living in Dallas, Texas. That's where he's from now. Dennis, welcome back. You've been with me many times to the warning program. Thank you, you, Dr. Hanson. It's a pleasure to be with you. Well, thank you, sir. My burden, my passion, I know yours is. We've, We've had a lot of discussion whether it's been on one of my programs or whether it's been just privately as you and I discuss kingdom strategy and we discuss the situation in the church and churches today, how uh, there is a remnant that is in love with Jesus Christ, that is following the ways of God, but there's a large majority, even if their statement of faith might be correct or close enough where we can all work together, yet they're not in tune and not in love with Jesus Christ. They don't have that passion, that burden. They have more than, you know, mental assent. Uh, we should say, you know, the, the situation is a backslidden church, an evolving church, because a lot of them end up evolving with their views on Christianity. And like the emergent church now that believes in, you know, spiritual evolution where they've accepted homosexuality. And we've discussed where half of the churches are under a communist covering the Federal Council of Churches, and they nullify sin, they they ordain homosexuals, they have drag queens into the churches now, and we're talking about the mainline churches. The situation I know in America, the church is very, very sad. In fact, it's deplorable. I know Paul... And his writings, when he was ready to move on and transition to be with the Lord, he was crying and weeping, and he gave warning over the wolves that would come in and twist the word of God and fleece the flock and twist the gospel. Dennis? Well, you know, we are in a very challenging time, a very dangerous time. I think, you know, moving away from solid doctrine, moving away from the truth of the word of God has caused our culture to go into crisis. Yes. And it's causing us to lose focus on the kingdom of God. Everything that has to do with the nature and the character of God is where we need to be focused. It's not about mankind. It's not about what we think. It's not about how we even feel. 
It's really about what is the nature and the character of God? What does his word say? How do we remain true and honest and faithful to that word so that we can be his servants in this time and then live with him for eternity? And so when you move away from pure doctrine, you move away from the truth of the word, then you move away from the power of the word. The Bible says the traditions of men have made the gospel of God of none effect. And so it's critical that we come back into a proper understanding of his word, his nature, and his character. I totally, totally agree with you. When a person no longer can speak and teach the correct written authoritative word that's inspired from the Holy Spirit, infallible, but instead now he has the audacity to twist it, to change it, to think God's not wise enough. You got to change the way you speak it lest you offend sinners. And that person is operating in his extreme vanity, I would say. Dennis? Well, you know, it says in John four twenty four, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. And that's not our truth. That's the truth revealed in the written word of God. It's a truth even revealed in nature. I mean, even in nature, we know that there is a revelation of the glory of God. And so what does it mean to worship in spirit and in truth? Well, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's not just a concept, but it's an embodiment. It's a total embodiment of who Jesus Christ is, who the Father is, that they are the way, they're the truth, and they're the life. And so there's no other way, and there's no other truth, and there's no other life. No, you're exactly right. And, and this is what the gospel is all about. And this is what, again, Jesus lived and breathed, spoke and taught. This was his purpose on earth, was to fulfill the written word of God. Let people see God in the flesh. I know you and I, Dennis, every time we get together, you're in Dallas. When I come to that area, I spend time with you. You come here, you spend time with me. What you and I love to do is talk kingdom. You know, we go to a coffee shop and what do we do? We talk kingdom and God's strategy and how to reach the nations. I mean, Dennis, that's what we have fun talking about. Absolutely. And the kingdom... You know, the Bible says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so a believer that is moving in relationship with God, moving in the love of God, moving in in the revelation of his love and, and the Holy Spirit will have a kingdom passion. And that kingdom passion will be, Lord, let thy kingdom come, thy will be done. In other words, we're constantly praying for the souls of men. We're constantly praying for the manifestations of the Spirit of the Lord, which witnesses to who God is. And then we're constantly praying that your kingdom would come and envelop us. In other words, that we can walk in the fruit of your kingdom, walking in your love. We can be those who reveal who you are. But, you know, it's interesting that the Word declares that if we're to worship God, it's both in spirit and in truth. Now, in the Hebrew meaning of truth, it means the beginning, the middle, and the end all-encompassing. Jesus says, I am than I am. There's no empty space. God is all-encompassing. If we are to see the kingdom manifest, then we need to press in, be the lovers of God, declare his word, declare his goodness, and walk in truth, and allow God to bring truth into our personal lives. Whenever our life doesn't line up with the word of God, there is a lie that we're listening to. And so the Lord's been challenging me to look carefully at my life and look at any area where I'm not lining up with his word 
and then declare that there's a lie in me because the word is absolute truth. As I do that, the Holy Spirit is giving me revelation on how to change and how to bring transformation. Excellent. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you've just tuned in, you're watching or listening to the warning program. Uh, I have apostolic leader Dennis Moore out of Dallas, Texas, uh, with me today. And uh, we are talking about the church, the kingdom of God. Uh, What was Paul concerned with, with tears and warning and groaning, that when he left, uh, people would come in and and twist the word of God and pollute the word of God and compromise the word of God and, and use it to fleece the flock. And we're seeing that in the world today. We're seeing it in America today. America wouldn't be in this horrible situation where where it looks like we're, we're going to see the republic topple if the church was alive. If, I'm talking about on fire, uh, with the word of God being taught from the pulpits correctly, with authority. Uh, again, we're supposed to wait and tarry for the baptism of the Holy Spirit before we ever try to represent Jesus on earth. Yet half of the churches nullify the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And later on, I'm going to explain what Eagle Saving Nations are about. I'm leading that movement, Eagles Saving Nations. And you can go to my website, www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagle Saving Nations. We're trying to get into the stadiums, NFL, NBA, civic centers, all across America and the world. And once again, let the church have the power of Pentecost touch their lives so they can go forth with power and authority. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. We must speak the truth because we're being bombardment with lies. They're trying to intimidate us. And most Christians aren't filled with the Holy Spirit. And they sit back and we're losing America. Dennis? Oh, absolutely, you know, and every truth is a fact, but not every fact is a truth. And so we can we can have things that are communicated to us that sound right to our ear, but they're not necessarily truth. And one college professor, a Christian Bible college, uh, someone asked him, they said, you know, why is it that when liberal theology came into America and the big and many of the universities like Harvard and Yale and many of them, who had trained pastors at one time, uh, when they were falling and seminaries were falling, why did you stand for truth? Why did you stand for the Word of God? And he said, I couldn't answer all their questions, but one thing I knew, that what, what they were saying was contrary to the nature of my God. And so truth really is rooted in the nature of God. And the most powerful thing we can do to guard ourselves from, from false teachings is to fellowship, spend time in the Word of God, spend time in prayer, spend time in meditation, spend time in knowing who our God is, and read good books, and uh, and be, and develop a strong Christian life so that we have a strong platform to stand on. We have a, we have the rock to stand on, and there are so many things out there now that are challenging truth. They are challenging the Word of God. They're challenging the nature of God, but we need to have a solid foundation to stand on. So when these things come, we can say this is contrary to the nature of the God that I know. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the voice was apostolic leader Dennis Moore. Uh, You're watching, listening to the warning program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. Now, I have a daily blog Uh, On my website, www.worldministries.org, 
It goes into the thought of the day. It's on the front page of the website, close to the bottom, the thought of the day. Again, www.worldministries.org. Also, it's on my ministry Facebook, World Ministries International with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Now, listen to this, Dennis. I've got, if you're not warning of the judgment of God ready to be poured out upon America, do you know your Bible? Dennis? You know, that's a very good question. You know, we can see judgment on America already. And we're struggling as a nation. We're struggling in in many, many ways. You know, I recently heard a psychologist say that all of my patients have PTSD because they're dealing with all the trauma that we've gone through with COVID. We're going through, uh, you know, one challenge after another. But, you know, the the thing that is so important is that we have a sure word from God, that we know what God is saying to us, that we know what God, we know his word, we know his nature, we know his character. And whatever we have to go through, uh, in this life, because of the uh, even the judgments of God, as you as you mentioned, you know, God does judge nations. He judges nations in time. He, he judges individuals in eternity, but nations in time. And so, you know, we will we, we are facing and will continue to face some real challenges. But if we if we know who he is and we have the truth inside of us, then we have a foundation to stand upon. And we can, and, and I, I tell people often, I say, you know, you know, you need to know the word of God, but then you also need to know the purposes and the strategies of God. And that's a, probably a whole nother teaching. But uh, we are really in a time that we need to press in and we need, and we need to um, make God our primary focus so we can be, uh, we can go through the, what we have to go through and have confidence, and even peace. You know, we can walk in peace when we know the truth. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have my book, The Science of Judgment, at the close of this, we're going to read chapter by chapter each title, and you need to order that book, and you'll see what's happening now. It explains it, and, and the only thing that can stop what's happening to America. Again, The Science of Judgment. Order that book, and you're going to hear the chapters in a couple minutes. Now, another blog, like in Germany, when Hitler was changing the laws, taking away freedom and arresting Jews, most Christians ignored the situation as they are doing today. They just focus on sports, etc., instead of sounding the alarm. Dennis? Well, you know, you're right. And, you know, by the grace of God, we need awakening. And we really, we're all praying that God will pour out His Spirit. Uh, we're beginning to see that. We're beginning to see uh, some amazing things happen. Uh, so a couple of films have come out recently. They're having a real impact. And then, you know, we're praying, God, send your, send your, your, your Spirit. Awaken this nation. I can remember back in the Jesus movement, uh, a couple of senior ladies we're talking, and they said we've been praying for this movement of, of the. We've been praying for this movement for forty years, and they were faithfully praying and faithfully asking God to to move on America. And so I challenged the people when I spoke Saturday night. I said, you know, we are an older generation, but we need to be calling forth this younger generation. We need to be calling these people out of their darkness. We need to call America back to the light. We need to call America back into the glory. And I had a, I was in prayer and I was asking the Lord, how do you see these people 
in this church. And he said, they are the carriers of the flame. And I thought of an Olympic flame. And then I saw them running like a firefighter, you know, that lights a fire in the grass in order to stop a huge fire that's coming. And they call it a backfire. And I saw these people using their torches to create a backfire. And the Lord spoke the word backfire to me. So I went to prayer and I said, Lord, what does backfire mean? He said, that means to use my word to to uh, declare and decree my will against the darkness in the land. Well, very good. Very good. And um, I'll tell you what, just like in Germany at the time of the Nazis, the reason why most Christians kept their mouth shut is because they weren't filled with the Holy Spirit. They did not have an ongoing relationship with God. And uh, instead, because they had so much carnality, uh, carnality operates under fear and intimidation. Uh, they want to preserve themselves, their life, their reputation, and they say nothing until literally the nation is destroyed. And that's what's going on right now. Uh, many people who call themselves Christian, they're so filled with their pride, their carnality. They're so, if I can be honest, they're so backslidden that they're afraid to say anything. All they want to do is preserve their testimony as far as their reputation. They're, they want to preserve their life. They want to preserve their job. But they aren't concerned about representing Jesus Christ with power and authority. Dennis? Well, you know, you're, you're right. And that's that's true in, in many areas of our culture right now where people are being intimidated. Uh, I, I was reading about a, a school teacher the other day that, w- that was trying to stand up for traditional values in the classroom. And she was at a teacher's conference and people came over and stood next to her and intimidated her. And her friends who were sitting around her were afraid to say anything. And, you know, and my prayer is, God, give me the boldness. Don't don't let me be intimidated. Give me the boldness. You know, we we can pray for courage. We can pray to be bold. We can we can ask the father and the father will give us that uh, that boldness. And we need to be bold in this hour. We need to stand up. We need to let our voices be heard. We need to be uh, asking people, can I pray for you? We went into a hospital yesterday. A young man's dying uh, on the verge of, 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 of leaving this life. And and uh, I was asking the Lord if he would send angels into the room. And, and, and the whole room was just filled with the presence of God. And he started lifting his hands. He had no strength, but he was so captivated by the presence of the Lord in the presence of the angels in the room that he began to lift his hands. But we, and we were doing this in the public hospital and doctors were walking by looking in the room, like, you know, what's going on in there, you know, but we have to, we have to be bold and our boldness doesn't come from just a mental decision. It comes from spending time with the Lord. And even the disciples were, were considered to be common men, but they, they were emboldened. And the, even the unsaved recognized that they had spent time with Jesus. And so when it comes back to the basics of Christianity, it's all about our walk with God. It's all about communing with him and then allowing him to put into us his love for mankind, his words, his, his heart, his passion, his desires. And as we incorporate that into our life, it transforms us. Now, is there is there anything else that's going to save uh, America or save us? I don't know of any. You know, I, I believe God will raise up deliverers. I believe he's doing that now. But ultimately, each one of us is a deliverer. 
Each one of us needs to deliver our families, our friends, our neighbors, because this life is short. We're going to be in heaven. We're going to either be in heaven or hell for eternity, and we want to be uh, in heaven and not in the other place. So it's critical that we wake. And I and I know that your your voice is a sound is a, is an alarming sound. You know, it's, it's it, your voice is saying, "Wake up, America! Wake up, church!" You know, and we need that sound. We need we need to be uh, awakened. And so that's my prayer. And I know that's your prayer. And so uh, we desperately want to see this nation uh, turn back to being a sheep nation and not a goat nation. Well, you're so, so correct. I know that when we do speak the truth, we will be criticized. I have on my blog also, it doesn't matter what others think, only what you know to be true. You know, Jesus did not care about what others thought. He didn't even care what his disciples thought. He just did the will of God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, when you know it's the word of God solidly, then it doesn't matter what others think, even relatives. We must represent God. Dennis used the word deliverer. God sent Moses as a deliverer to Pharaoh, and we are a deliverer to the people of God, to this nation that is under slavery of sin. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening watching the warning program. My special guest today was apostolic leader Dennis Moore out of Dallas, Texas. And I want you to watch right now and listen, depending if you're watching or listening on radio, to the description of the titles of the Science of Judgment. Order that book. Also, if you're watching, you're going to see something on Eagle Saving Nations. If you're not watching on radio, then just go to my website, www.worldministries.org, and join Eagles Saving Nations now so we can get into the stadiums, even NFL stadiums, let the power of God touch the lives of the believer so no longer fear and intimidation to come out with boldness like Peter did. At one time, Peter lied, he hid, he ran, but now he came out boldly and spoke the gospel. That's what we've got to do. We need another great awakening. God bless you. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of the science of judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, Ungodly Alliances, God is Predictable, God Holds People Accountable, 
man can turn into an intelligent beast to do evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus. If laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and Shalom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.